Minute 24 of Tombstone Minute, your podcast where we discuss the movie Tombstone minute by minute. I'm your host, Rob, and I'm joined by my good friend, Joe. I'm here, and you know what? Minute 24? Yes. I think we've gone too far to turn back now. Jeez. I think you're right. We've gone too far to stop now. Too far? Um, Oh, my God. Remember, like, listeners, this has actually been, like, remarkably light on puns from Rob, who uses more puns than anyone I know, and once, to the derision of all present, said he didn't like puns. Uh, Okay, I don't want to get it. We don't want to get into it. I don't even want to get into it right now. That's that's one of your worst puns. It's... (laughs) I'm keeping it in here. Uh... (laughs) So in this minute, uh, Johnny Tyler gets emasculated for the final time. Um, you and may this go time, now. And this time by Doc Holliday. You may go now. You may go now. <laughs> oh, oh, Johnny, I apologize. I forgot you were there. <laughs> I think this is my favorite like little moment in the whole movie. It's so funny. This minute is great. This minute is great. Not even just for that. This whole minute, I think, is is really great. And, yeah, I mean, that Doc – Val Kilmer is Doc Holliday. This was just everything. Everything is perfection. And that, like, that line, the way he delivers it, the look he gives them. I mean, the way it's written, too, it's just – oh, man. Poor Johnny Tyler. Who – who emasculates Johnny more, Doc or Wyatt? I, I think Doc does. Because, I mean that. Uh, I mean, uh, like, oh, I forgot you were there. You may go now. You may go now. Because Wyatt is aggressive towards him, right? Like Wyatt comes over there. It's a confrontation. Where like, for Doc, like for Wyatt, he wants to get that Faro deal, and you know Johnny Tyler is a problem, and he confronts it and moves through the problem. Whereas the way Doc Holliday handles it. Is he's just like he's less than an inconvenience. Yeah, like for, with Wyatt, there is a confrontation, even though it's one-sided. Doc doesn't even consider this a confrontation. No, it's a toy that's to be played with. Yeah, it's 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 like uh, a a large rock on your walkway that you have to maybe step over, but you just sort of slide it to the side. <laughs> like it's just well, it's a weird-looking rock. Yeah, ugh, that's weird. It's a fat little rock. Um, <laughs> So that rock looks like it's always been old. Um, <laughs> so fantastic. Now, so Johnny Tyler is no more. Um, do, although, doesn't doesn't Wyatt have him leave the shotgun? Just like another, like <laughs> it just keeps getting worse for Johnny. <laughs> leave that shotgun. Yeah, and, and then oh. he won't even take it from him. He makes it him leave it on the ground. <laughs> I mean. You, if you could like enter the self-esteem for Johnny Tyler for the last five minutes of this movie, five minutes ago he was sitting at a Pharaoh table, you know, ruling an entire establishment. Well, it and was now, already low even at that point because only people with low self-esteem act that way. Sure, but he felt sure. But yeah, but you then know, he, all illusions <laughs> crumble away. <laughs> um, we also have this incredible moment. Uh. And this is going to be a theme I'm sure we talk about. But Doc and Wyatt's friendship, it's one of my favorite moments. It's, it's kind of what I realized why uh, it works so well. Because 
Wyatt, outside of when he's slapping people, is pretty serious most of the time. Yeah. And Doc is the one guy that he's sort of kids with, that he's friends with. And he has that moment where he's like, oh, Doc, have you been introduced to Sheriff John Bean? And then Wyatt's like, I mean, Doc's like, piss on you, Wyatt. <laughs> and that's, Forgive me if I don't shake hands. Yes. That's such a moment that like good friends that do to each other, right? Where you're like, oh no, I know how I can, I know how I can razz them a little bit right here. This yeah. is the perfect thing. That if we weren't good friends, I would probably be shot over. <laughs> um, so when he tells, when he goes, "Forgive me, I don't shake hands," is he doing it because he just does not like uh, the sheriff, or is he just being kind because we cannot forget that he does have tuberculosis? Well, it just uh, before that in the in the previous episode, like he does shake hands with Virgil and Morgan. Does he off shake screen? It? But, off but, screen, but, yeah, though, right? But it is implied that he shakes hands with them. So I think uh, I I think he just has no does, respect for that pinstriped loser. Yeah, and I guess that's not really a way. We all know tuberculosis comes through the floorboards. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and they're outside, so it's fine. Yes, and it's windy. We all know you can't catch disease or sunburn when it's windy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I absolutely love that moment. Also, there's a part where Wyatt suggests an absurd idea, an absolutely absurd idea, where he's like, you know what would be nice? <laughs> he just suggests maybe they should get yeah, a racetrack. Yeah, I was hoping you would bring this up, actually. <laughs> you know what this place could use? Baseball stadium. <laughs> Like no, it could not use a racetrack. You know, you know, a tombstone could use retractable roof when it's sunny, gets hot. Man, I, it's just racetrack. I, I, you know, and I apologize to the listeners and to you. I meant to look up how many Wild West towns had racetracks in it. I don't know. I, I can't imagine very many. I mean, are there even like are racetracks even generally in the Southwest? I mean, I know in California they have quite a few, but that's not that's a whole that's different a, ball game there. Um, yeah, it's a different climate than yeah, for sure. Um, I would imagine not. Ah, oh, it's such a bizarre. It's a weird. A biz- it's a weird thing. thing. It's a very weird thing. Y- you it's know what might have been idea. a better idea? A hospital. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, what else that we- that's where they're really going on the up and up. A hospital or. Running water. Schools. Rehab <laughs> clinic for Maddie. Yeah, and Curly Bill on his when he's on his binges. An asylum for Morgan. That's sorry. That's terrible. I didn't yeah. mean that. You did, but it's fine. Ugh, sorry, it's Morgan. A safe place. It's a safe place. Um as much as I love this minute, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it. Well, we were asked well, by me, to share a personal story. Uh, because we've spent all week making fun of Johnny Tyler, I think it's only fair to share our own most emasculating moments. And I, I made a list, actually. Oh, my God. And it was like, uh, well, for, the first thing I did is, like, I'm not going to count anything I said or did when someone was breaking up with me. Mm. And That's fair. I, I don't know if it is fair, actually. <laughs> but but since the emasculating moment in question from the film occurs in a, in a like, a kind of a male-to-male conflict, non-romantic kind of context. That's how I excused it. But 
let me tell you, listeners, I've said and done some awfully embarrassing things during breakups. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I'm not proud of it. I feel like all of us in that context probably have said or done things we regret. So that's not going to make it onto the podcast. Out of respect no. for those young ladies, right? Yes. You're a gentleman. That it's, someone had to say it for the first yes. time. <laughs> so do you want to start or do you want me to? I, I <laughs> You're so much better at, at, at telling funny stories. I feel like yours is almost guaranteed to be better. Not be, And I, I mean that not because I think you've necessarily done something more pathetic than me. Sure. From it. I, just, I just think you're a better storyteller in that regard I, and I, I man i really struggled so so one thing i was thinking of and i know my my brother is is one of our most loyal listeners so yes. you might remember this so i'm going to go back to my old wild west days uh living in um northern san diego county and and what i what keeps coming back to me and, and this is a moment where that i still think about and at the time my best guess is i was probably 11 years old so that's that's young enough to be pathetic, but old enough to know better than mm-hmm. to be pathetic. And and I I remember vividly um, on the street right in front of our front yard, pretty close to our mailbox, which I remember being unusually large. And someone took my brother's hat, and he's my younger brother. He's two years younger than me, and. As the older brother, it is my role to exert force to get that hat back. You're the Virgil in that situation. I, indeed, indeed. And I will not <laughs> impugn my brother by no. saying that he's the Morgan. He can be Wyatt. Wyatt's younger, too. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, so he can be Wyatt. <laughs> so uh, I remember rather than just grabbing the hat or punching this kid in the face or doing what a traditional Western man, a cowboy, what Prozac Pete should do, or Opinionated <laughs> Joe, whatever name you want to give me. I remember, and I, I honestly to this day, and in the moment don't know why I said this, and it, 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 and I, I don't think I've ever told anyone this story before. Well, now's a good time. <laughs> well, yes. I remember saying my... Dying grandfather gave us that hat on his deathbed. And then my instantaneously in my brain, I thought, why did you say that? That's not true. Did it work, then, though? Uh, I, I, I think that all parties involved in this dispute looked at me and knew that that was complete nonsense. And no, there's no way it was true. I knew it wasn't true. But once you put put your foot in the sea... You just got to keep walking in there just yep. all the way till you're underwater. So I just kept going with it. And eventually the hat was returned. And I don't think I, I this. So this was 23 years ago. I don't think a month has gone by where I haven't thought of that moment. I, I, I think you're hard on yourself on this. This feels like a moment where you used wit over aggressive behavior. You lied, but you got the hat back. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate you saying that, but I am just absolutely, utterly ashamed of it. Because uh, at the time, I I don't believe... No, actually, I think my, my paternal grandfather had passed away. 
but uh, there's no way that guy would have ever given me a hat. Well, <laughs> at least you got the hat back because in my story, <laughs> oh no, I don't give back what I lost. <laughs> um, uh, do I know the story already? I'm sure you do. Um, <laughs> I was in college, oh, and no. I was walking home to my apartment, which I shared with a good friend. Oh, I should just and, mute my mic right now. And I was, <laughs> I was asked by a man on the street, as 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 you will, um, about. He he told me that his car had broken down with his family in it, and um, he needed some money to get gas and call someone and, you know, I don't know. I, it all seemed convincing at the time. So I, I said, well, he said, I said, how much do you need? Which is always a great thing to ask someone when they want money. And he said about $30. And I said, well, I only have 10 Could have stopped there. But instead, I said, there's an ATM a couple blocks <laughs> up ahead. Why don't you just come with me, and I will get money out of the ATM and give it to you. So I did. I took 20 more dollars out. I gave oh. this man $30 in cash make it to make it worse so that I could get my money back. I, uh, I gave him my – I wrote my address down oh, no. on a piece of paper. And I gave it to him. And I walked back to my apartment with I shared with my roommate, also named Rob. And uh, in my head, I was proud because I did such a good deed. And then I told Rob the story of what happened. Oh, he was so upset. He was so upset. He asked questions which were all very fair. Like, did you see the car that broke down? And I said, no. <laughs> Really, and, actually, Rob is the one who emasculated you. Yes, and I, that's I would exactly pay a hundred dollars to be a witness to this discussion. So he's he's just flabbergasted that I gave this guy not only the ten dollars in my pocket, but I went and got twenty more dollars, and then I told him that I gave him the address to where we live, <laughs> so he could get the money back, which moved. Rob, from not just being upset and flabbergasted at how dumb his roommate was, but legitimately a little scared now <laughs> that <laughs> I just gave our address out to some stranger. Um, so in this exchange, were you the one who pointed out how nearby an ATM was, or did he do it? That pointed out what? I'm sorry. Like, the, were you the one who's like, well, there's an ATM very nearby. We could walk there together and get it. Did he bring that up or did you? I think I did, Joe. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like a country bumpkin. I know. How long had you lived? So our listeners, I can, I can, I think I, I don't know if we, how specific we want to, we want to get, but you lived in northwestern Wisconsin. That's yeah. Fair, I, right? I, yep. And so I had probably been in. Uh, our college town for that was probably my third. Oh, we can year, say what our college year. town. We can say what our college town yeah. was, right? We were in Madison, Wisconsin. It was our third year, third year. So I should oh know better. Oh my god, you were twenty-one years old. Yep. Oh. What's it's what's really a problem is all the the people who've asked me for money since haven't seen the cent. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> including like deserving. So okay, <laughs> what? <sighs> 
what if he was telling the truth and and he for the last uh you know 10 or whatever years has been talking about how his life changed because of this nice college kid from Madison that helped him out this one time well i held on for a while to the belief cuz when you make a such a massive mistake and you're 21 you're not going to be like oh you're right instead you're going to be like i'm sure in the next couple days <laughs> We will have a check or some cash in our mailbox. <laughs> Wait, you're saying he never paid you back? He never paid me back. So you got <laughs> so at least you got your hat back. Also, it should be fair to say nothing was ever stolen. We're never broken into. The worst case didn't happen either. All there was to steal in that place was a Papazon and gaming systems. Yeah. It wasn't a whole lot. Um and uh, let me tell you that Papazon should not have been stolen. <laughs> it would it would be absurd if someone actually tried to like run off with a Papazon. What an awkward thing to carry and like run off with or try to load into a car. <laughs> All this wicker. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that would be mine. That would be mine. I uh, listeners, um, if you've submitted your stories of times you've been emasculated, thank you for making Joe and I feel better. Yeah, I think you we got Tyler. I think you can. We got Tylered. That's what we should call it. You got, you're you got madcapped. Um, so yeah, I think mine is definitely much worse than yours because I'm out thirty dollars still. And and let me tell you, if you witnessed a moment, uh, oh man, I'm starting to think of some really embarrassing things I've done. All right, so if you've witnessed a moment where you're like, listen, Joe, that st- you let yourself off way too easy with that story. I saw you act like a little punk. This one time, please email. Let's not, let's keep it off of social media, yeah. and I will I will glad I will I will gladly review it and uh, and and share it on a future episode the next time someone is humiliated. Which happens in Tombstone? Yeah. So Tombstone Minute at Gmail dot com. Um, if you've seen me make a fool, but see, acting like a jerk that doesn't count. I mean, emasculated. That's mm-hmm. what we're looking for. Uh, and mine was me. in my own apartment. At least it wasn't. In public. I mean, what I did was in public, but I didn't really feel the effects of it till later. I'm sure there <laughs> might have been people driving by or walking by that are like, "What's what's the story there between the between that uh, that bum and the the kid taking him to the ATM?" <laughs> yeah, all I did was shatter any illusions that my uh, that the older brother knew what he was doing. <laughs> With that, I think we're done at this minute, right? Oh, we're well past done. Um, all right, I let let. 25 is a milestone episode. I don't know, because it's like a number that means things. 25. Yeah, 25th anniversary of our first episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Back. Okay, thanks, everybody.